0: Have another discussion about China and um, a concept they've been talking about there uh, for the last few months. And we'll take a look and see if it's really something that is even possible or realistic. We're going to chat with Wei Sui, who is a professor of law at the University of British Columbia. Uh, Wei, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thank you for having me. Now, President Xi, um, I think it was uh, it was over the summer sometime, started talking about this concept of common prosperity. Um, What does that mean? Let's start there. Let's define what he means when he says common prosperity.
1: What he means, uh, it seems, is simply to have a set of economic policies that take into account the uh, poorer parts of the Chinese population, which is a vast population. Mm -hmm. It's not much more specific than that.
0: So is it sort of similar to what we hear so much about here in the West with, um, you know, wage gaps, economic disparity, those kinds of things, a similar sort of a, um, concept? Absolutely. I think
1: you got it uh, right away. The, what the Chinese people are asking and what the government seems to be propo- uh, proposing in a moderate way is to provide things like uh, universal education, mm-hmm. uh, cheaper childcare. Uh, greater equality of opportunity and and some uh, more maybe poverty assistance, but uh, a lot of the calls uh, for childcare and education are very much like what Canadian voters want.
0: okay, uh, What about a plan for implementation? Was there any discussion about that? Do we know how the Chinese government is planning to do any of this kind of thing?
1: So I looked into this and I discussed with Chinese public finance experts that I used to work with in China. We do not see any specific implementation plan. There are supposed, supposed experiments at, in certain provinces. Uh, but there's no clear guideline. It's not clear what people are experimenting with. And so right now, we are quite agnostic uh, that there's going to be any concrete redistributive policy coming
0: out of China. But when this was raised over the summer, I remember seeing a bunch of different stories. People in the West paid attention to this, and uh, it had quite an impact. Um, Why was that? I mean, why did the West seem to be so interested in this?
1: Yeah, that's the interesting part of the story. Uh, And so if uh, we, uh, you know, talk to Chinese policymakers. Think about what economic policy is actually being adopted. There's very little that's new. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the West, it's all over the uh, um, uh, news. Uh, you know, in the uh, headlines. I think the reason was that uh, really Western investors were trying to uh, were struggling with a lot of uh, uh, regulatory actions in China, uh, directed at uh, digital platform companies. Um, And so there is this concern among the global investor class about a change of direction in Chinese regulation of listed companies. And common prosperity became this narrative about a broader ideology that is used to uh, uh, make sense of all these regulatory actions. In fact, there are other possible explanations of why these regulatory actions were taken but common prosperity is a notion that really should be associated with the idea of economic redistribution. And uh, if you read all the Western coverage about common prosperity, there's actually very little discussion about concrete economic policies that's uh, targeted towards uh, helping needy people.
0: Um. Call me naive, but isn't that communism? I mean, isn't that what the whole principle, isn't it supposed to be everybody's in it together kind of a thing? Isn't that sort of what the whole guiding principle of a communist party is? Of China? Yeah. yeah. In general, of the concept in general. Yeah. Uh, So that's
1: clearly not how China has operated over (laughs) the last... It's not... (laughs) Right, yeah. And so uh, what China has adopted is, you know, a kind of... uh, a kind of capitalism where the government and uh, chosen entrepreneurs and the business class uh, collaborate um, and develop, econo- uh, you know, develop economically and uh, the government is very interested in fast economic development and uh, uh, that justify, legitimizes uh, the, the Communist Party's rule and the business people make a lot of money. That is the uh, business model um, and so the primary uh, strategy for lifting people out of poverty, which has been very effective, is to grow the economy and not worry about redistribution. Um, As China moves closer to this stage of... um, you know, slower uh, economic growth, uh, that strategy doesn't make as much sense anymore. And now we're looking at a, a large problem of inequality uh, that uh, it's hard, it's actually hard for the government to come up with good policies to to address.
0: And you mentioned something, I think that's part of this, right, is the fact that there are some entrepreneurial companies and some industries in China that are doing extremely well, and a lot of people are getting very, very wealthy, Um, in China, and um, that could be the overriding barrier to this kind of meaningful change, right? You don't want to rock that boat. Uh, Well, that's not...
1: uh, I'm not sure about that. There are actually lots of low-hanging fruits in Chinese tax and spending policy where the government could easily do some redistribution that doesn't do a lot of harm to uh, the economy, Uh, the regulation of the digital platforms of the extremely rich, that's, you know, in some ways a a separate topic. Mm -hmm. Um, And by Canadian standards and by, definitely by, let's say, European standards, OECD standards, the regulation of digital platforms in China probably was inadequate. And so in some way of greater regulation needed to be in place. That can be completely separated from the topic of redistribution.
0: So do you think there will be a meaningful change and we'll see some progress on this? So the interesting thing
1: is, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, the uh, government really doesn't have much of a policy agenda, but there's this tremendous media hype in the West about a supposed common prosperity campaign right. that effectively pushes back against any possible government agenda. And so the uh, prospect for a common prosperity policy is actually dimmer now than it was four or five months ago because of this very strong pushback uh, in the media. And maybe that w- that was the intended, uh, you know, that was the reason why there was media coverage. Uh, the global investor
0: class was dissatisfied with this and wanted to voice this discontent right away. Yeah. Uh, interesting story. Way thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Okay. Thank you for your interest. You bet. That is Wei Sui, who is a professor of law at the University of British Columbia.